0: Amanda considered waiting for a break in the music, but she'd been waiting for a break in the music for over an hour. I said, what are we doing here? She screamed to be heard over the cacophony of music and conversation. We're having fun, Amanda's roommate shot back and slammed her beer down so fast it ran down her cheeks, split at her chin, and watered each breast separately through her thin t-shirt. I had no idea, Amanda thought sarcastically, so this is fun. Why, she tried again, why am I here? She had to scream to be heard over the music. Because I'm too drunk to drive, silly. Jennifer flashed her a smile before she leapt onto the dance floor and began writhing to the pulsing music, her shirt clinging tightly across her chest. Oh. Now I get it. Designated driver is my fun. I have a job interview in the morning, Amanda screamed, but Jennifer wasn't listening. Amanda's protests were buried under the assault of her senses. I cannot believe I let her talk me into this. She mentally kicked herself. She had a fleeting thought where she wondered if it were possible to actually kick one's own ass, and if so, how would it be arranged? Jennifer was boy crazy. No, that didn't begin to define it. She was a sex addict, in Amanda's opinion. How nice that she wanted to share it with Amanda tonight. Amanda, on the other hand, was smart, book smart, boring smart, all the kinds of things that went with a studious student. She figured that since she didn't have Jennifer's metamorphosed interest in boys, she tended to do things her roommate liked. Besides, Amanda never again planned to take Jennifer to a museum. After the embarrassing recreation of nude-descending staircase, Amanda was still on probation. There was a shift in the melee they called dancing. Even the insufferable music stopped suddenly, and Amanda had to work her jaw to get her ears to pop in the sudden silence. For a moment, she was relieved. Time stood still. For one glorious minute where people actually turned away from the dance floor and moved back towards their tables or the bar. Conversation went down to normal speaking tones. Then, it got worse. A whole lot worse. As if the volume hadn't already been enough to keep half of Denver awake, A general scream rose from the crowd as a large, good-looking man walked through the room, arms upraised, looking like he was not only reveling in the attention, but was directing it. What was an assault on her senses became a tidal wave of noise and movement and flashing lights, and it was all directed around this newcomer. That alone was reason enough to dislike him. He gave off a wave of arrogance and self-importance. That was another. Amanda found herself collecting reasons to not like the guy. She had no idea why she did. With his thick, sandy hair, piercing blue eyes, and large, ripped body, he surely belonged in the other column. The one marked, Reasons to Make Amanda Drool. TNT! Someone yelled. TNT! Amanda prayed that the second time was an echo, but it was picked up as a chant across the room, out the door, across the street, and most likely into the next state. The light crowd suddenly doubled and tripled. It grew heavy enough that the chair Jennifer had been sitting in vanished, and the press of bodies was so thick, Amanda was almost forced out of her chair as well. The man pumped his fists up with each chant as he walked. No, he paraded up the room next to her and threw them down dramatically, ending the chant in a wordless cheer and indecently overturning Amanda's table, which crashed into her arm, sending ice and Diet Pepsi into an arc worthy of the Bellagio fountains that culminated on her blouse.